Jum 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 jum. Hey guys, we in studio with. I joking, we ain't gonna do it like that. All. <laughs> 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 that ain't how. That ain't how this is. Again, in an interview, in a radio show, it's a podcast. Waiting for the theme music. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're gonna get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they'd like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah! Okay, so we're here, we have our guest today. Welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith, your host as usual. And today we're gonna be talking to Bijan Bass, owner director, creator, and all kind of talented things. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, designer, style jokes, t-shirts, and memorabilia, and style joke photography. Bijan, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm just overwhelmed by that introduction. Why is he overwhelmed? I don't understand. This, all of the things and things, he's also the president of the what? United <laughs> States of St. Kitts and Nevis. He don't want to say it yet. He had a fly incognito. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Oh crap, yeah. he said he's see how he goes. <laughs> Alright, so guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect again. Today we're gonna be talking about photography. We're gonna be talking about Bijan's life. He's had about five hundred marriages between <sighs> the time he was born and now. No? Yeah? Wow. Five hundred? Wow. Four or something? Four ninety something? Somewhere about there. Am I that bad? Like you you yeah. look at me that way? Yeah, no. That, that, I don't know. That's that's geez. what I heard. Is that a rumor? What? Rumor? No. I don't address rumors. You don't address rumors. Alright, alright, Obama. Alright, so <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so as usual for the first part of the show, what we're gonna do is we're gonna kick it off with a correct and incorrect um section, which we're gonna give you five statements and you're gonna say if they're correct, are they incorrect? And hopefully you'll be enlightened. No, people do it normally win this segment, so don't feel bad if you get zero. You're gonna you're probably win. You're probably win. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see where this goes. Right. We're take it one at a time. Let's go. Alright, so number one. Mm-hmm. The Centennial Light has been burning since 1901 and is the longest lasting light bulb. Incorrect. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Man, why are you getting under these right now? That's okay. Okay. <laughs> it's actually true. It's correct. I had no clue. That was like <laughs> guess. <laughs> so, I mean, I have to be confident. I no, can't let you know I'm not. That was out. That was out. Yeah. That was out the path. But yes, there's a Centennial. There's actually a Centennial Light. It's like a, a light bulb, a filament bulb. Mm-hmm. And it's been burning since 1901. Where is this? Uh, it's in America. It's in America. Of course. Yeah, it's, it's like an Edison bulb. <laughs> Alright, so, okay, second one. So, you right now, you're zero one, but that's fine. Not you the could first come time back. No, the, the, the third, the fourth quarter is everything. <laughs> we ain't even close to the fourth quarter yet, but let's, let's continue. Okay, so the keys, the second one, the keys to the holiest city, the holiest site in Christianity, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, are held by two Muslims. I'll repeat. The keys to the holiest site in Christianity, this called the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, are held by two Muslims. Correct. It's actually correct, yes. Yeah. It's correct. I find I found a fact to be weird. Why so? Why is it that the holiest site in Christianity is held by two Muslim people? Ah, uh, I don't know. I was more looking at it that at least one person wouldn't have the keys so if they, they lose anything you know 
Um, also, you're, you're not even thinking about the fact that... No, no not, like, not at all. <laughs> I was like, better two than, than like, one. Like, yeah, but it's two Muslim people. I, I don't, I don't have control over that. Muslim, I, I don't know who decided Islam, that. Islam, Muslim. It, man, it is what it is. Are you religious, Vision? I would say so. You would say so? I would say so. You say, like, you read, so you raised in Christianity, yeah, Catholicism? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but Pentecostal or...? Mm, no, more, well, you could say Church of God. Church of God. Yeah, I've, I've had experiences in the baptist like I, I used to go to church with my grandparents until i was about seven so you know the hallelujah spirit praise the lord if your hands are lots of noise i'm, I'm sure well, not noise I'm, but a lot of praising <laughs> god i mean Wor- worship worship we have yeah, a lot I'm, of worship I've, I've never really been that what's the word religious outlandish oh, outland- you know okay. with, with you know hands th- throwing and all that stuff but mm. yeah i have my beliefs let's say Okay. Yeah, let's say that. So, what, what do you believe? You believe in like life, death, the power of God. Yeah, I believe in all that stuff. Okay, okay. Let's just, stuff. let's just. Let's <laughs> just. I, I feel honestly that that was the most politically correct f- way for you to answer that question. I believe. Why? I believe. Okay. I have beliefs. No, no. Uh, you know, you know, when Christianity is being discussed, there's always some one brush thing where they say, "Oh, everybody alike," you know. So I just try to live right, man. That's. I try to. Lo- you live morally. Morally, yeah, yeah, and just mind my business. Yeah, my, me too. I just try <laughs> my business as much as possible. Okay, so number three. So now you're zero. You're one, one of one. Don't cheat me. One of one of two. One of two. Yeah, right. which is half. Right. Correct. Keep batting. Last thing I said. Keep yeah. batting. Batter six this time. Okay, when the PlayStation Four launched in Brazil, it cost only three hundred and twenty-five dollars because Brazil has a very low rate for import taxes on games. That's three hundred and twenty-five in what currency? In US. False. Oh, incorrect. Incorrect? Yeah. Father's by. You sure? Yeah. Oh, snap. You're right. I don't see Sony dropping the prices for anybody just because. Just because. <laughs> it actually costs 1845 US dollars. Brazil has an extremely high import tax. Are you rate. kidding me? Yes. Like, that thing, the Sony PlayStation was like 500 or 400 it's US. Four ni- I think it was 490. Was it 499 or 399? Maybe 399. That's all more reasonable, reasonable, right? But yeah, but to import one is $1,845. What? When it first came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they life have these people live in? It almost makes you feel like customs here might not be so, so bad. Okay, let's not just go to fact. That's yeah, a little. Just leave going, that to you. Going another to fact. Going another to fact. Going another to fact. <laughs> All right. All right. So now you're two of three, and I feel like yeah. these are too easy. Time, time to, to ramp it up. Ramp it up. No, 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 no. No, you want to leave while you're ahead. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's move on. So number four, a Californian company that built part of the wall separating the U.S. and Mexico was later fined five million dollars for hiring illegal immigrant workers. You want me to repeat that? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. A Californian company that built part of the wall separating the U.S. and Mexico was later fined five million dollars for hiring illegal immigrant workers. Incorrect. Is actually true. Jeez. Like there is a wall. I know they have borders, but I didn't the think border, it was a physical the wall. Has, like. The border has walls. Like it's not. Like Trump is what Trump is trying to do is build. <laughs> <laughs> Trump is trying to build like. Like a wall throughout the entire, like right. across the entire thing. But that they much have, I know. In some parts, they have fences and they do have walls in some spaces. So, like, it's not continuous. Okay. But there are some parts with walls. Fair enough. But it's funny <laughs> that immigrant workers, illegal Mexican immigrant workers, building built their own trap. They own their own wall. That's, that's but a Californian company hired them. Maybe they're not speaking the same language. I don't know. They're just. 
Maybe this is being used, but then you see, it's hypocrisy. That I think that's what this fact is all about. It's, it's just a level of hypocrisy. You're getting charged millions of dollars, five million dollars, for hiring illegal immigrant workers to build a wall between to keep out illegal immigrants. To keep out themselves, yeah, that's. Hmm. It's a little mind blowing. Wonders so now, the world. this is the this is the, we we've never come down to such a tight, a tense moment in this game. You have one more question. And if you get this question right, you actually win the game. And what do I win besides the game? He's on tape. You have nothing. He's on tape. Cool. You hear that? You hear who he is, guys? (laughs) You have nothing. No money. No (laughs) money. Stephen, I want a lens behind you. Looking nice. I would have make. I would have make. I would make. I would have make different questions if that was the case. I'm telling you, it would have been hard. Like these ain't hard. These ain't hard. Okay. You you kind of flying your kite through these. That's all weird. Let's not say flying your kite through it. That's not, that's not right. All right, let's on move. On to number five. <laughs> on to number five. All right. Tigers are the most prolific wildcat in the, in the world. Tigers are the most prolific wildcat in the world. Incorrect. And he won, guys. That's just like yeah, that. That's yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking they have jaguars and whales. They have jaguars. They have even lions. It's weird, right? I guess. Mm-hmm. But the, the cool fact about this is there are more tigers held in captivity in the United States at 5,000 mm-hmm. than there are running wild in the rest of the world at 3,200. I mean, they were capturing kids the other day, so I'm not surprised. But, <laughs> hey. They're capturing kids? You forgot. They, I don't they, think they were separating the those families thing. at the border. Well, they, they were, they were. So, I mean, they were, but I'm not surprised. This, how come this feels so different? This feels like, I mean, the children are not pets. Like, you know, these are pets. I don't know, man. Trump's America is a weird America, but anyway. Dude, you won. <laughs> you get three out of five. Yeah, and a new lens. Give yourself. No, I don't know about that. Part. You give me vision a <laughs> yeah. round of applause. Won, it's only man. twelve of us, but we saw like a hundred people. If I clap fast enough. And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes wild. Yay! Okay, so we want to introduce you guys to Bijan. Bijan, tell us in your own words, what do you do? What do you do for a living? All right, I am a photographer, freelance photographer. Um, I dabble in, you know, all sorts of photography whether it's wedding wildlife um children maternity but i specialize in concert or music photography so that really is my true passion in all of that so you when you say music photography do you mean like you you you, you delve deep into the artists themselves is it are you do covers and stuff like that um you in what form you mean like you know like album covers or oh like design and stuff mm-hmm. or Actually, yeah. Um, the most recent actually was for Lucas H.E. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. For that new single he released, Good Vibes Alone. Good vibes I actually alone. shot his photos for that. So he actually chose one, put that there. Wow. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping a lot of artists would you know, really take to that and come along. Mm-hmm. Like, we really like to see those kind of things. So anywhere I could help, why not? That's interesting because I think a lot of, like for years, like, me looking at local artists, you know, like small acts and new vibes and so on. Like, I always do feel like sometimes they'll just take like a phone and like take pictures of themselves and then cut it out in Photoshop and try to like well, stick it as an album cover. Well, we may say that, but remember, cameras never really were that accessible to any and everybody, too. True. And you look at the quality of phones even nowadays, mm-hmm. it's like it's really serious. Good. But then does that does that threaten you? Like as as a photographer, does that make you feel like no, not not at least not for the music photography part because you can't take a phone and just 
Fla- activate, flash, and do all kind of things that you need to do on a stage. True. So I'm I'm fine. Like I'm secure. You secure. The thing is, I don't know. Like so, what is your favorite? Is it that music? Did you choose music and events because those are your favorite types of photography, or did you choose it because that's like the most viable or the, the best way for you to Man, keep your business going? I think it chose me, to be honest, because my first the first thing I ever shot was well the independence parade maybe back in 2015 mm-hmm. however nothing really took off for me until jack cure came i think the january after i think he came with tanya stevens as well to perform for some concert mm-hmm. and i had just gotten the camera so between september and january i was still playing around and i got into the concert it was open it was free mm-hmm. took a few shots got home edited it or uh, them and I posted one on Instagram. I wasn't really heavy on Instagram yet, and I mm-hmm. don't think he even kicked off that, that much. That much. Mm-hmm. And he was—he actually messaged me privately, loving the photos. Asked for, I think maybe two or three more, and he was like, "Yo, I want to contact you." Da 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 da. He never did after that. He never but, did. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jackie, if you're listening, but <laughs> come you know, back, it come was, back, Jackie. Yeah, it was a start, you know, mm-hmm. and. I was like, okay, well, if one person, you know, credible enough could repost something, let's see where it goes. Funny. And from there, I got people like Beanie Man to repost, Kerwin Dubois, Kess, um, most recently, um, Destra, and a, 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 another host of others. So it's, wow. it's pretty much that Those are some me. big Caribbean names, man. Those, yeah, those good, are good, good enough for me to at least get my name and keep my name out there, you know, to be recognized. I remember there was a, a like a Christmas uh you were posting for a troop. Um and this is where like I thought because you were doing it for maybe a year or two before that. Um uh, yeah, I've, the the parade. You, the you parade, yeah. Parade I've only shot parade about three times now. Mm-hmm. But how long have you been in business? Like you've been in business for how long? Like how much uh, years? Full time. I've been in business for about a year and seven months. Mm-hmm. Um as a hobbyist, really, I've been doing it for about four or five years with just a small pocket camera as we, as we started out. Really? Yeah. I just, you just used to work with a camera. You just take pictures when you're going to maybe a picnic or your family. Just so you had out. a point and shoot? It was like a I have it. One of those small Sony Zeiss ones. Oh, they are built in the, 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 yeah. the small yeah, compact that, cameras. Mm. Yeah, the compact camera. That probably just goes, zzz, zzz, and that's yeah. it. And that's where you start. So you took you took the the pictures of Jackio with that. No, Jackio was actually taken with my first camera, the T3 mm-hmm. from the Canon. Hated that camera, but it worked. You hated it. I, Wait, well, that the shutter when it snaps, mm-hmm. man, it was so loud. That's why I actually got rid of it. Like I actually had a job one time to take pictures at a courthouse, which isn't really normally allowed, but it was a special occasion for something. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I think the bailiff also came to me and asked if you can put that on silent as much as possible to not disturb the proceedings, that would be great. Mm-hmm. I shook my head and said, yeah, no problem. I know that thing couldn't get any quieter. And throughout it, you're just saying, and I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. Wow, what are you like, saying? I was like, I need to get rid of this camera so bad. The, 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 it, the, it did its work. The T3, I started to get a little technical, but mm-hmm. the T3, I, it didn't uh, have like the, a live mode or something? Not like, even the T3, I, the T3. I, the T3. For some reason, they have, I don't know why the, they have differences. But. I think the I, the I would be the update mm, or something. Perhaps. Uh, they would Perhaps. usually have more more features in the I. But wow, dude, I didn't know that. I, yeah. 
I've never taken pictures. I tell you, I've never taken pictures in a courthouse. That was my first and last. First and last? Yeah. Like I'll, I'll do it again, but not with So you're saying you so ruined it for all of us, so we're going to never no, ever have no shoots no, in a courthouse? I mean, if my name got to go down in history at, at the expense of some others. Oh, look, no. I mean, look at Christ- <laughs> hey, look at Christopher Columbus, man. I didn't really like Christopher Columbus. <laughs> I mean, it's I don't think, I don't think many of us don't think many of us agreed to his tactics, but history is history, so... Is it really? Anyway, we ain't going yeah. to that because that's a lot. It's a long, and I promise you guys, we will talk about Christopher Columbus. It's a very good point because there's a lot of misconceptions about Christopher Columbus. Yeah, I believe so. Like in terms of him coming and discovering the new world when people were already we here that. and killing them off. Like he, he, he was a genocide maniac, like crazy. But anyway, that's beside the not point. A story. If they are Christopher Columbus, <laughs> fans, um, fans. not fans, but relative, you know, yeah. descendants out there, I am not sorry. sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. The truth is the truth. But like, so, so in terms of photography, like you said, you've been doing it um, as a hobbyist mm-hmm. for about four or five years. Yeah. And you got the T3, I'm guessing, uh, three years ago. About three years ago. And, and Jack Hill, you know, gave you that, that resounding mm-hmm. like, you know, approval, hey, approval, let's say. Yeah, that approval, uh, that, that, you know, that, that, that touch. You are now participating in Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also now on social media, Facebook, and so on. Right. How is that experience for you? Like, how is it, how is it being... Uh, 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 personality and those things compared to being a personality like in real life like is there a difference between you and social media no I don't I don't see why because even with the introduction of these stories now are these live updates where you could just post about your everyday life or you know things behind the scenes I mean one and the same person you know mm-hmm. I mean you may see the end product but now you see just the backlog of everything so it's one stream one full stream no reason to pretend on social media i mean i get hired a lot because of personality because i tell people a lot our clients when you're on set my first priority is your comfort Mm -hmm. right and it just goes from there so i can't be somebody else one way mm -hmm. and then something somebody else on the set it just wouldn't make any sense but then do you think like um like in our age, like I mean, we do depend on uh, yeah, we, we on social media like four times a day. Like they, they said, normally you could get like sixty percent more work done if you didn't have your phone next to you. That's true, right? And most of what we do on the phones is to communicate with other people that in some way, shape, or form. Also, also to true. consume content, right. so things like YouTube. Like, have your phone. Like, how do you think you would have been able to 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 run a photography business without social media? Wow. That's a hard question. That is yeah, because I kind of grew up in social media because I kind of met a lot of things here. Mm. Not as large scale as they are now, but wow, to survive without it, you know, I think it would have been okay. I mean, we have the, the Star Watts, we have Mystique, we have Willet, mm-hmm. Prince, Malcolm, um, all great guys, by the way. And till, till this day, they're still shooting. I mm-hmm. don't see them participate much on social media. I don't either. They still have their clientele. I don't either. And I'm sure they're not just the run-of-the-mill, you know, small jobs. Mm-hmm. So I guess I shot, I would have shadowed somebody and probably seen how they done it. And but did you? Did you, during, your, during, during your career, did you ever work with another photographer and kind of like, like assist with them or anything else? Mm, I've worked with Bian Basu mm-hmm. a couple times. Um, actually, Jubilee John 
uh, you know, <laughs> popularly known as Jubilee John, yeah. um, Ricky Richardson. Richardson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've adapted adapted blah, blah, blah. I've adapted him as my mentor, mm-hmm. and so he's basically teaching me the ropes the ropes till this day. Mm-hmm. So I've worked with him a couple times. Um, G Vision. I, I want to work with you one. Oh day. man, I, I mean, you see this guys, you just put me on the spot. No, man. I mean, I think Blue Torch has this aura. Stephen Smith himself has this aura that you know he is admirable. So, but we're gonna we're gonna yeah, we're yeah, gonna talk more yeah, about that. that. <laughs> the thing is, when I, when I started, I, I remember um, I started. I didn't shadow. I shadowed one photographer, but he was almost he was a contemporary. Mm-hmm. When I said that, as in he was starting. I could call his name. Irvin Welch, you know. Irvin. Oh yeah, definitely. Good day. Um, when we we used to work at at Brisbane Productions, we used to work at this this advertising agency. Mm-hmm. He was more of a designer, and I was like a, a filmmaker. I used to make films for them, do camera work for them, and so on. Not necessarily at that point doing a lot of um, still photos, mm-hmm. but just doing a lot of video, right? And Irvin went into doing photography. Like he bought a camera, didn't really know much about it at the time, and I just kind of gravitated to it because he was learning about it and like i was like this is interesting exactly so i started to go into photography um because of that well it was almost because my job told me that i had to go out and take pictures (laughs) too so it it wasn't just like go go take go out and take some video of this funeral no you gotta take pictures too right right which i think is i would i would shy away from doing that ever (laughs) the funeral work funeral work yes kind of uh, Depend on the funeral. Depend, yeah. Depends on the funeral. If it's a high stakes, you know, <laughs> the budget would be there. But I don't necessarily like funerals personally. Yeah, I feel the same. So way. It just sucks me so when I have to do it. But Irvin was going into doing like wedding photography, mm-hmm. right? So he would have needed somebody to assist him with lighting. And I started to learn about like triggers and all them things because of him. And because of him, like I wanted to just, I wanted to do it. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. this seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. And Irvin used to be like the coolest guy, like under pressure. Yeah, still to this day, man. Irvin Welsh cool. is a unsung hero, man. He is. Definitely. He is. <laughs> and he did a lot. I think he did a lot for, especially like designing websites and so. He, yeah. he approached it from a graphic design standpoint. Yeah, especially when he started Positively Inclined. I think yes. Was. It, we just understate that. We understand yeah, that. That was a movement, man. But then, like, I shadowed him for a while before I started. So I really learned to light photography before i really learned to shoot Shoot photography Mm -hmm. like i was doing yes i was shooting photography i thought i sucked like the first two years i was that's all of us man horrible right look at you i look at the password and i'm like this is crap i I delete those man (laughs) (laughs) yo to me they're on facebook right now so i can't i don't want those things we surface at all but where i brought up that is to say like um shadowing people I think it's good like even even for younger photographers you could learn a lot you could learn a lot faster if you don't have to make the same mistakes that the people that you sure. look up to for sure thing. and and even for me like i've adopted a lot of people not you because mm-hmm. you're a rock star i'm but sure you're a rock star so a superstar you don't need adopting but like other people have, have adopted other you know budding photographers mm-hmm. are enthusiasts and so on and, and try to teach them the best that i know like some of them have turned out to be, you know, photographers in and of their own right. They're freelance people. Mm-hmm. They've done their own thing, and that, that that makes me feel good. Yeah, should be proud. It, should, it makes me proud. It makes me proud. But like, Bishan, like, what 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 are some of the challenges? Because I mean, we live in Saint Kitts. Mm-hmm. We live in 
the smallest federation state in this side of the, you know on the western hemisphere um it's literally about what, with 40,000 people 45 between both of us think it's and maybe 45 between Zinkets and Nevis, I'm not even sure. Nevis is like because said thir- thir- 35 and 10. Uh, it's it's probably like that. that, something like that. Like that. Yeah, so we, very smart. We, this whole population could probably fit into a Dallas stadium yeah, stadium. Yeah, that's and correct. still not take up half, it up. right? Um, but like, we live in this small place. Like, what are some of the challenges that you found like within this industry for you? Uh, major one, major, major one would be you know coming up in a time where like i said before cameras are now accessible and you have all these budding photographers that you have trained probably before me so i have to meet them and compete with them you know the the market doesn't grow to be honest the market really doesn't grow and there are a lot of people still in 2018 who don't really see the value of photography or even marketing Mm. and even in doing so if they market social media is free right and so we still have to compete in showing value versus all the free stuff that you could get sure. and you know it's kind of as somebody told me just recently it's hard to compete with free yeah you know and all things impossible. all things come at a cost you know like i was even telling somebody it might have been you like mm-hmm. i would really love to give everybody a discount i'd love to mm-hmm. But fact of the matter is, we just can't afford it. Like camera, and we know the camera stuff. The cameras are accessible, but the parts to really enhance them aren't available in Saint Kitts. That's another one. So we have to deal with all these imports. And yeah, you might say the import duty, and so there's stuff you know to get around that with the. Could you really get around it? No, well, you well, get well, you, you could get it reduced. We get it reduced. Let me not say around it, because that sounds almost Government real fraudulent. Free, no. But mm-hmm. the parts themselves are expensive, Pens- man. Like a lens would run you. Like my last good quality lens was 2,500 US. And that got smashed recent, recently. So, you know, I got to replace that. So, yeah, imports, definitely imports and a small, maybe a shrinking market is would be two real issues today. Yo, that thing, I mean, you mentioned some good points here because you can't compete with free, but at the same time, the quality of content usually is synonymous with the quality of the service that's being provided. Mm-hmm. So if if you're a big company, if, if, you're, if you're a small company, a small company with good branding would seem like a bigger company because of the branding. For sure. You know, so a lot of people might say, oh, well, you know, we could take some pictures with your phone. And I see big, bigger companies doing this. Yeah. And to me, the only thing you're managing to do is reducing the quality associated with your brand like you don't want to be a telecommunication company in St. Kitts Nevis or in the Caribbean and you feel as if you are a backyard company you're losing respect (laughs) you might be putting out content but you're losing so much respect because people are like this looks like something that crap sorry to just jump in on that like that but it's the truth it's the truth it looks like crap and it makes your service and what you're offering also look synonymous to the same thing um, the one thing you talked about is is there a shrinking market? I don't know. I'm not so sure if the market is shrinking much less. It probably is. Market share then? Market share because the more players you have in in, in a game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the market is generally shrinking. I just think that um, the amount of players in the market are growing maybe faster than we the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, and we would have ever thought. 
and the thing is you would have guys every photographer is not the same like there's the, yeah, the we there's respect a, you guys you know don't we're not bashing anybody no, we just because everybody, everybody started somewhere and i think i think that's that's supposed to be taken in mind as well like mm -hmm. you start you have to start somewhere. start somewhere and i love the fact that we have um photographers some of them are very 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 passionate about doing this kind of job they're very very respectful of what it takes sometimes mm -hmm. Some of them not so much, they just want a quick buck, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's but like fine. at the same time, every photographer isn't 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 the same. And right. when I say that as in the older you get, as you say, you would love to offer everybody a discount mm -hmm. and give them a price point that you think would be comfortable for them. But at the end of the day, if you're digging a hole and you're not you're not really, you know, building a tower that you want, yeah. you're gonna be losing. Yeah. You have to buy a, a, a you you say you lost a twenty five hundred dollar lens. Mm -hmm. I think the most expensive lens I've bought is about 28 and it probably was the same Maybe. lens but just <laughs> different time at a different time <laughs> you probably bought it when it was going down just, a just little last bit. year exactly I bought uh, mine about maybe four or five years ago yeah, that was and it was 2800 US at that time wow. and if you're going out to do um, hundred dollar jobs you and I'm talking hundred East dollar jobs, which is jobs. thirty US, <laughs> 30, 30 something US dollars, thirty five somewhere in that judgment vicinity. If you're doing that, a forty, no, is say, it 40? say forty. I'll say forty. Let's round it up. Forty US dollars per job. It's going to take you a massive amount of time to get that lens, just that lens paid for. Yeah. You've dug a hole, you gotta fill it before you could start building. Yeah, plus the depreciation. Because you can't sell it can't the same. Sell it. And the, the wear same. and tear. Wear and tear on the lens it's might crazy. need fixing. And then that's just a lens. That's just the lens. I mean, I think, I don't think people really understand our process though. I think that's, that's, the, pro that's the problem. Like people don't understand the process. They think that, oh, you bought a camera for 200 US and you're trying to make 500 ECR for me. Like, I don't know. Maybe we need to like, pedal back a little bit mm -hmm. and just like what is your process like from the time somebody has the idea to do a photo shoot like how does the process go from them having an idea getting to you and getting the actual photos like oh. how is that process like all right so let's take a photo shoot for a birthday for instance mm -hmm. okay so you contact me you know we speak about whatever ideas you you have or whatever we could do for you you so it's basically consultation of course Mm -hmm. uh, so you get over that you agree that hey okay the idea sounds good let's discuss price or whatever you get over that hump and now you have your you have to pack up set up i mean even to charge your equipment yep. take time time and electricity yep. you have that you have to pay for mm -hmm. all right so that i have to get my team if necessary so that would be maximum well can't say maximum because jobs could get bigger but normally at least one assistant that's another cost so i'm just gonna say that's cost as well cost. right we have to take all our equipment pack it up get to you uh, transportation to, transportation another cost <laughs> uh we have to set up you know that takes time time is a cost you have to execute you have to break down after that, you have to travel back. Transportation again. Transportation Guys, remember again. that's two. That's two yeah, two. transportation by two. And then you still have to know, actually take that processing time. So, I mean, photographers are different. You could, you could put two photographers to shoot the same person in an hour. And yeah. maybe I only need 50 shots to give somebody 20. Mm -hmm. But you might want to take 200 to give them the same 20. That's completely up to you. Nothing I think, wrong, I think nothing wrong called, in your process. That's called shooting ratio. 
yeah, yeah. nothing yeah nothing wrong in your process and so and the way i actually edit steven mm. i go through every single picture one by one me too one by one and worse if it's an event like i've had events like the parade going back to the parade mm. i came out i think on last this year's day one or uh, the the first day of the parade not last lap i came out with at least 1500 photos mm-hmm. raw which means i have to now go and sort 1500 photos to find the pristine ones mm-hmm. and sure. hand them over to a client yeah true so these things to take publish. time these things take time and you're still editing it's not like you're gonna just take them and here you go you know you need to fix your color Digital. you may need mm-hmm. to crop you may need to take out a blemish it's, it's just crazy man it's it's just, sometimes it's overwhelming to be honest like i think how i how i break it down is as you said there's a consultation phase there's the the, the pricing the estimation mm-hmm. um once you already committed that then you have the preparation you have the production, which is as you call execution. Mm-hmm. Then you have um, all of well, all of that ties in with setup, transportation, exactly. everything, and paying your paying your staff. Exactly, right? you have to. And then at the end, you have public um, post processing, and then publishing. Publish. So it's like a, a seven step process. You could say just about that. Um, I think a lot of the times the misconception is people think, okay, if he's charging me for a one hour shoot, then he's charging me per hour. So if the price is two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. like they say, okay, he charged me two hundred dollars for oh my, that, man, that's a lot of money, man. Like, but that's not that's not what they're charging you. A photographer, most photographers, don't make anywhere close to what they charge for. Oh. Man, Stephen, I have friends, and they might say, man, this is another market. But I have friends in the U.S. who would give you three photos on an hour shoot for like three hundred U.S. Yes. It's, <laughs> I can't say it's ridiculous because it's that's not. their market that's and that's, market. that's their price. Exactly. But for us, man, we, we're handing over the same thing. More. We're handing and over more, more often. Yeah. Because the thing, even, even, even for packages, and I, I could be honest about this, even for packages that we have, we start from 10 photos. We start from mm-hmm. delivering 10. Right. And if you want more, then you, you pay for more. Because a lot of people don't equate the, 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 the editing of the photos as time. Mm-hmm. But the editing of the photos takes longer than shooting the photos. Yeah. And, and at the end, you know, even if you give somebody 10 and you give them a charge, just ask them to divide the total cost that you cost them mm-hmm. with the amount of photos they receive. And they'll and, see the cost per photo. And they'll see. And tell me if still that isn't cheap. It is. <laughs> it is. But the, the thing is too, like, as you, you talked about something that is really important too, the sorting of the photos. If I go to shoot a wedding, and this is where it gets... Yep exponentially more interesting because if we go to shoot a wedding and i'm using weddings as an example mm-hmm. versus parade and we are saying that we're going to give you 500 photos at the end of the day i usually try to shoot about four times more than what the deliverables are yeah you got to meet your quota right yeah because i have to make my quota because i have to have choices like i can't be like i don't like being Oh, this person face doesn't look good in this one, but I don't have an option. Right. You know, or the, the hand come up a little bit too far up the face, it's blocking his eye. Yep. And you don't have And a I don't have a replacement. <laughs> I don't have an option. Because then sometimes what we end up having to do is to and I hate doing this, but we end up having to manipulate the photo to move things out the way yeah. the trash can in the back. We didn't see it when we were shooting because we were like trying yeah, to get it quick. But what I'm saying is my ratio is four to one, right? Somebody else's ratio you say might be eight to one. Mm-hmm. Somebody else's ratio might be five to one. But we're going out to do a wedding. If I have to shoot four to one and I need to deliver 500, then the minimum I could shoot is a thousand photos. Because if you're doing the same, if me and you're doing the same thing, 
and you're shooting your show is four to one, then we have to shoot at least 2,000 photos to get the 500. That's right. You check what I'm saying? Somebody has to sit behind and go through these photos mm. one by one and say, okay, mm. not that one, that that one. I like this one. And it could be as, si- it could be as simple two. as, man, this person, I was closed. Yes, as simple as that. But then even <laughs> when we're taking, like, it gets way more complicated when you're taking group photos because... The, the probability that somebody's eyes would be closed oh, man. is really high. It's multiplied by how much ever people that you have there. So sometimes what I find is that you have to take a lot of group shots and then sometimes I end up editing a face yep. into this thing. Luckily, they stand in the same spot. Yeah, luckily, if, if they're kids there, then oh. no. <laughs> you know, like, and I would usually optimize for kids, but then that's a whole different story. Yeah, kids are a whole different story oh when it comes to God, shooting, kids, man. Children, they, I think there's a specialty for shooting children. Candy. I give them no I candy. Can. Make them hyper. Change that. Yeah, change Scash that out. Take that out. No, give them milk. What? Give them milk. If they're happy, they're gonna behave. Milk. Milk. Where you get that from? I just made it up. Man, I don't know. Chipotle. I never used it. Never used it. <laughs> never used it. I just thought about it. Like warm milk. Get them to calm down. Yeah, no, I don't know. I know. But shooting children. But then I ju- I'm just saying, like, I think people really underestimate how much time it takes. Like the other day, me and my business partner, we were sitting down, we we're talking about. Because every year we do price evaluation. Right. Like, yeah, this might go up. You know, this might, this could stay the same, but something yeah, else over here definitely. might have to change because we realize we spend so much time on this. And everything is time estimation. Mm-hmm. And what we found is that our process takes, on average, for a one hour shoot, it takes us about 11 hours of time. A shoot? Yes, 11 hours of time in total. Wow. It takes, I think it takes about one to two hours. To get the consultation phase over sending the invoice because somebody has to do this invoice yeah, it has to be done somebody has to do this this, this estimate and if there's a back and forth with the client, there's even more thing, time yeah. right and and then we have like things like if you have a meeting that's more time transportation again um if we have to do um pre-conceptualization that's our time again if we when we have to set up as you said pack up yeah. all these things over 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 <laughs> here but you tell me we actually shoot we've already put about eight hours exactly. in exactly and that's that's, and that's a, a whole day. day that's a, a day. day that's a whole day um and then one hour which is where the client sees us working and then <laughs> after that the client doesn't see us again until the pictures are done mm-hmm. but then the post processing could take another four or five yeah, hours it's 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 demanding it's tenuous. it's a whole day but yet if we are charging 150 dollars for a whole day, we're making what ten dollars, and it's two of us. It's so much. So we're making about five dollars an hour. You know, like that is not good, man. It's bro. not good, but you also have to equate to the the value of the photography. Like, if we are doing photography for somebody who is going to use it for their personal use, yes, it has personal intrinsic value, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily making them any revenue. Right. That, I mean? that, that is a whole different ballgame. It's a whole different ballgame. So there's a separation between personal photography and commercial level photography mm-hmm. where somebody could stand to gain money yeah. back yeah. from the, the usage of the photography. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I think, you know, even for the companies, they really expect, okay, he charged me $200 to take a picture, uh, do a shoot from a child. So if I want him to take these pictures because I'm going to advertise my cars, he's going to charge me the same 200 even though I'm selling my car for $250,000. Ridiculous. And they, they, they come with that idea and they challenge you on your price and you now have to stand up and really show that you know what value. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like you know what you're talking about. Or you'll just do it. And, you know, that's, a, that's another thing. Like we have... 
again we're not bashing anybody but mm. we have photographers who would fall by the wayside to do that mm. and you're really watering down the market yeah and after a while everything seeps through goes through the pipelines and then that's what everybody gonna have to do it has and people get you're putting people out of work but the thing really. is too i think i almost think that there's always a a, a sum game when it comes to this eh? like mm-hmm. there's a cost to a cheap price you know what i mean that's it's it's like it. yeah there's a there's a high cost there's a high cost for a cheap rate um and i think we could look at if you look at like the chinese market i think that's a that's probably one of the best ways to look at it in terms of yes you got this iphone but somebody over on the other side of the world is dot poor because they are literally making your iphone for cents yep that's right you're buying your iphone for a thousand us dollars maybe a thousand times more than what it costs exactly but for what it costs to make it's really maybe only a dollar that's how much it costs to make mm-hmm. but the, the the people who sell it the people who brand it which is just literally putting on a, a, a signature a mac or whatever right. trademark is making over 900 dollars you know like it's crazy it's just ridiculous but that's the high cost because somebody is going to basically be dying while you are living <laughs> the life and you might not see it but it's the truth yeah, it's the and truth. it's the same thing it's the same thing i think for for photography like if 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 you are going to buy eight thousand us dollars worth of equipment and you're gonna go out there and work for fifty dollars an hour it's gonna take you a lot of time before you could even recoup your investment you're not making a profit yet you're still in the whole eight thousand us it's only a matter of time before you burn out like it's only mm-hmm. a matter of time before like this is not working like i can't i'm still in the hole and i can't make any money i'm not making any money i might be moving some money through but yeah. the money is just going to back, back. I mean, you're running, you're running, and you're running a business, so it still goes back out at the end of the day sometimes. Exactly. So, so you're just doing cash flow, yeah. and you're not making any gains. Yeah, exactly. The worst thing for me is when I realized um, early on in my career that all I was doing was collecting money from one business and just transporting it to another. And it may not even be yours. It would be Amazon, another or business. Some, <laughs> it's just any other business. Any other like business. you, All you're doing is you are... You're just a facilitator a facil- at that point. Yeah, that's all they said. And, and and when I started off, I mean, there was a there was a, a situation that really hit me after that. I'm not making any money. Right? <laughs> um, one time I did this shoot. It was for a friend of mine. She wanted a, a birthday shoot, and the price that I was charging at the time was I think 150 dollars. But I gave her a discount, and I gave her for 100 dollars. And this is easy, guys. This is easy dollars. Buy a man. This is this is our money, right? right. Um, and when I went out, I had to borrow my mom's car. To go for the go for the person in town to carry them down into the country to do the shoot. Mm. My assistant, fifty dollars. It was fifty dollars for my assistant. So half the money don't go into that, right? To drop this person down there, it's gas money. That mm-hmm. was about thirty bucks. Yeah. And then well, we when we got there, the person was like, you know, I'm really thirsty. It was really hot there. Like they're thirsty and I need something to drink. So then I put my hand in my pocket. Yeah, being a nice guy. Being a nice photographer <laughs> guy. I don't know if I'll do that now, but I will wow. probably will. I probably will. It doesn't matter. But put my hand in my pocket and bought like water for everybody, including myself. So that was like an next ten dollars there, right? Out down in the country. Um by the time I'm done, I'm literally ten dollars, just ten dollars. I made ten dollars. Which would have had to go into electricity, the time. I was not paid for that job. Like at the end of the day, I no. made nothing no. and still had to provide 20 pictures to this person. 
Like, yeah, and I've had my share. <laughs> I've had my share. Like when you do that and you realize, God, man, this is this is not sustainable, man. Yeah, because even a situation like that, I had somebody to photograph, and they already got discounted about maybe fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And on the shoot, man, I it was a windy day, and I didn't have my assistant this day, and my flash dropped. Mm-hmm. No, guys, my flash at that point was valued at about coming out of customs and everything, maybe about 550, 560 EC. Wow. That's the like flash got destroyed. Dollars. The flash basically cost more than the shoot. So upon giving a discount, losing money, losing your flash, losing money, you have to go now replace it. So like I'm now $1,000 in the hole yeah. for a job that didn't make me anything. I mean, these are the experiences we have, man. It's it's wild. We got we got millions of these. We got millions of these stories, <laughs> but man. But don't don't make don't listen. We encouraging anybody out there who mm-hmm. listening and wants to get into this field, don't make those millions of mistakes. No, don't like be. like price right, and stand your ground for what you need to stand your ground on, because you know everybody needs to eat. And the thing is, we're worth it. Like one thing we 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 miss all the time is that like, I don't want to say in the real world because we live in the real world, but in any other place, like. Our our prices are dirt cheap. Like it's mm-hmm. we what we charge on a regular is nothing. Yeah, I don't it's know nothing. how I don't know how we got like this though. I think like, I keep trying to. There's a scrap mentality, back, but there's a scrap mentality. But I somebody think, had to accept it. Yeah, but a lot of us too. Like I don't know how about other photographers, but I started working in an advertising. Well, I started working in journalism, mm-hmm. and I am going to tell you the least paying job that you could probably get is at an entry is as an entry level journalist you just made that recruiting process hard for some people boy i'm saying it is it is rewarding if you like if you like the job i said going to it because it it could pay off eventually Mm -hmm. but as an entry level job i don't think and the reason i said that is because it's not just the pay it's the compensation let me let me yeah explain explain. you gotta explain explain that one it's not the pay it's the compensation at the end of the day, you might be making minimum wage, but mm-hmm. you are working 80 hour weeks, 90 hour weeks to get minimum wage. Like if you yeah. go to any other job, right, you will be paid overtime. That's correct as well. So you will be making a significant. Journalists don't get paid overtime. The nature of the job is. Let me explain to you. The I'm first not. job, I'm not going to call the name. Please don't. Most people <laughs> would know where I was. So it, 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 it thing. But when I first started working in journalism, um, I went I was on this program it was an introductory program and we got semi-hired and I said semi-hired Sem- because they were like you know we're gonna give you like a part-time gig okay and it was six of us and they wanted two of us at the end of six weeks they would choose two of us to, to stay on with the job and we we're like okay cool and I worked my butt off for like six weeks man I was like leaving college like going straight to this job mm-hmm. and working right up to 12 going back to college at 8 in the morning and just doing this in rotation for 6 weeks to get this job because I really wanted I loved the job it was was beautiful I mean I got to do me me passion you know photography it wasn't photography it was video and at the end of 6 weeks we got $100 like that's what we got we got an envelope boy you stopped me my tracks right there boy we got one I was in the middle of a stretch and you stopped me $100 that's how much we made for 6 weeks $100 was to me a spit in the face i stayed on i don't know why i spoke to my parents i guess they 
figured all of the job enough to stay on. But anyway, I, I stayed on, and then I started working for like three hundred and fifty dollars a month or something like that. And this was wait a month, a month part time, part time, but working forty hours a week. I don't know part time that was again. It was the nature of the job. If mm-hmm. you wanted to stand help, you stand help, I and mean, I chose I mean, to stand learn. Right? Yeah. Nobody, f- they, they, there's nothing on record that said I was forced to do this. But like I found that it was just weird because you were going at from eight. You say you go from eight to twelve. You would have your next shift at four to like eight again. So it's like that's tough. It's tough because you're not gonna leave to go home. F- yeah, yeah, that's another thing. You're gonna especially stay. if you live far. You exactly, you're gonna stay for twelve hours. Yeah. So you're gonna work for twelve hours. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is this: when it comes to like jobs like that, like when it comes to us. What influenced me to charge what I charged when I started was that I was working for minimum wage. Mm. So, like, if I'm going from minimum wage to working for fifty dollars a day, not really. Uh, let's not say that. See, fifty dollars for an hour, I know was worth a work in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's gold. That's gold. But what we don't realize is that while you were working for minimum wage on a constant eight-hour task every day, no okay. matter what, you have to come to work. Photography does not work like that. You're That's not going right. to get a shoot every day. You're That's not going right. to get a shoot. And especially in our community, you're not going to shoot every day. No one shoots every, every day. day. You understand? Like, like, like even the, if you are a huge firm. Like the, the only way you could probably shoot every day, well, besides you getting up and doing it on your own, mm-hmm. it's probably these birthdays, man. Like Everybody has a birthday. Everybody has a birthday. But not everybody has the pocket. To support. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of twist and turn there. But yeah, it's but even so, like to get a shoot every day, like even the upkeep. Because remember, we still edit. Like there's still yeah. other things to do I beside mean, and, pointing and the honestly, camera. human nature. Who wants to work every day? Man, some people hustle. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I tell people I work hard, so in the future, my money works so that I don't have. I to. I don't have to. But then honestly. you came from a financial background, though. Like you. A background is what you call it, really. It's, I had like four years in Scotia Bank, about four and a half years as a teller in Scotia Bank. That's like a professional bank person. Uh, I was still a teller, mm-hmm. so I mean, I mean, you'll have cross training in different departments, but I would never really was exposed to the higher hierarchy, I guess, of banking. But I mean, if you want to call it a background. But then, did it, do, do you think that that helped you? Like, is it that, I mean, that previous experience working in a bank, that, how does it influence or? Man, at the time I was there, I could speak for when I was there. You know, it was a heavy emphasis. What did I say? Emphasis? Emphasis, man. There was a heavy emphasis on. You said N? Yeah, I said N. <laughs> That's okay, I didn't even hear <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said emphasis. Yeah, it was huge on customer service. Mm-hmm. And, and they'd always prefix it by saying excellent customer service. Mm-hmm. So you always try to achieve excellence. And it goes from. How it translates now is that back then they tell you you're speaking with a client, make sure you call the clients by name, mm-hmm. establish that rapport. You make sure you establish eye contact. You let them know exactly what you're doing or what you plan to do. Mm-hmm. And I still, I still have those things in my thoughts constantly when I'm doing something with a client. So mm-hmm. it's like you, you're dealing with Jane. Okay, Jane, like normally I'll give you a preamble. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jane, okay, this is my assistant, da-da-da-da-da. Um, we're going to take, we, remember we're trying to get you about 10 photos. We're mm-hmm. going to go from the top level to the bottom level of the, the perimeter or mm-hmm. the environment. 
and we're gonna if you need your brother to assist you with anything just let us know if you feel uncomfortable if you need a moment mm-hmm. to just gather yourself from the heat or whatever just let us so know no. mm-hmm. and you just go on and on you make them feel comfortable and so yeah i mean i never thought i'd work in a bank mm-hmm. and i never thought that i'll take banking experience into something that's not really financial mm-hmm. but i mean knowledge you, knowledge, knowledge is, is really yeah i mean it's, it's not linear yeah like that, that that's something to like that's maybe a little deep like um one time I, I read a book, it was about nature photography. Uh-huh. And the first thing the guy said, I think his name, what was his name? John something, John Freeman, something like that. Anyway, what he said early in the book, he said, um, don't just take photos of nature. If you love taking nature photos, take every form of photo you possibly take. Every single thing that you do in your life is experience for everything that you are going to do in yeah. your life. Like a relationship, if you're gonna go into a relationship, don't just concentrate on learning about relationships. Concentrate about learning about everything. Everything. Because art, everything plays a part in yeah, you. Everything that I could teach you. Everything. And the thing is, for me too, like even when it comes to like um, photography, I like I, I know some photographers who everywhere they go, they walk with their camera, right? Mm-hmm. Everywhere they go, they have their equipment on them. They're always walking around with a backpack. Obviously. And I know you said that's, if that's the way you live, that's fine. I don't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, I, <laughs> I just don't. I just like, can't. maybe at the start, like, I think I used to do that. The enthusiasm had you there just, back then. And it not that we don't have it, no. No, it's, it's not. Just, it's just different. different. I think life is to be lived. Like, I don't want to be just a photographer. That's not, that's not all I want to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, 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 I love photography. But that's not all I want to be. Like, mm-hmm. I, I always I get, like, a little weirded out when people, like, we go to, I go to an event, and people are like, where's the camera? Where's the camera? Like, I didn't, I didn't come as a photographer. <laughs> I, I came I, as a human being. I actually want to have fun, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll tell you one experience I had, which was interesting. Um, a friend of mine, his father was having a, um, a birthday party. I think it was his 50th birthday, something like that, right? And he was like, yo, Stephen, you know, I'm inviting you to this party, you know, and you come through, it's going to be fun, it's going to be great. I'm like, yeah, sure, man, sure, no problem. Gave me an invitation. It was great. It was awesome. And then the day before, he was like, hey, um, I don't know if I told you, but like, you could bring your camera and just take some pictures and so on. It's like, I'm like, I'm like am I hired or? Is this I, a job or is I, this? I, am, I, am I a guest? Invitee. Yeah, am I an invitee <laughs> or am I, a, am I a camera person? Or? And I, I felt bad. Like, I was like, man, if I want to come, like, I just don't like, know if some, I want to come. Yeah, like, sometimes, sometimes, listen. For all the events, and I mean, I've done like the largest events that we have, like music festival, all these things, right? And there are just some days the human being side of you kicks in, and you're like, I just want to buy a ticket and I just want to go in and have a good time. I just don't want to see a camera. Right, no. Right, no. Because it, I, I think too, like people be like, you know, if you if you love what you do and you never have to work a day in your life, that is crap. That I do not. <laughs> no, I don't agree with that. I don't Man. agree with that. I think you would love. I I still love my job. I love do, photography. Do. I we love do. it. When I'm when I'm behind a camera, I think I'm a slightly Man. different person. Yeah, different beings, man. I'm a different being, but I'm a different being that I like. But when I'm not in front of the camera, I'm also a different being that I like. Yeah, exactly. Right. Balance. Like, balance makes it. You know. Balance makes it great. Balance makes it great. Like my girlfriend. Like she, she's a beautician, and. I swear when she's in my presence, like something she looks at me face and she's like, You got zit, I got I got a puppet or like <laughs> you got like a gray hair. Come out of work mode, woman. But but the thing is, <laughs> she takes 
joy from that it's not like she's forcing herself to mm-hmm. to be a beautician exactly that's naturally yeah that's within her man. who she is like if i come out and i don't look good like she's like why you wear a shot like why we intro with a shot yet you know but it's not like it's coming from a bad place it's just mm-hmm. that's who she is but if she if you ask me if she's a beautician all the time no of course not she is she wearing makeup all the time no does she take off her heel I mean, yes i mean we're not police officers you know but then <laughs> and the thing is i tell all the time you are beautiful without makeup you're beautiful with makeup because mm-hmm. you gotta tell him that because you know mm-hmm. you don't want to yeah. no don't cross the bridge right but like she's beautiful without it and that's, that's what i'm saying is like you have to see people for more than just what they do man thank you more than just what they do like don't i'm not a photographer right now well maybe for the time of photography so maybe i'm a photographer right now but i'm not a photographer all the time and i could mm. separate it so i could understand okay i'm in a situation where talking photography in a technical way yeah it's sure. not gonna work like this ain't gonna be good for us right now right mm. you you're gonna be weirded out completely <laughs> just here talking about apertures and um you know triangular theory and and colors. inverse square run complementary colors and photoshop what happened to photoshop man i hate that word man it's a great it's a gift but when used as a verb it's It's a a problem it's a bad word could you photoshop but it's only like a bad word even when you just say it could you photoshop it's only like a bad word it's only like you're cussing and and let's say here right i know a lot of us have a lot of skills but and we we say it amongst ourselves photographers are not magicians I'm a magician. I don't care what you say. I mean, in our <laughs> own right. In our own right. I'm not a magician. Honestly, man. Like, I use tools. I'm not a magician. I don't manufacture <laughs> yeah, something out of nothing. Yeah, it's it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to... I, mean, I don't know even know how to explain it, man. It's, but is it... like? Have you ever had a client say, like, you've, you've had to have heard this. We'll just take care of that in Photoshop. Oh, almost everything fix it fix it in front it's like fix how it. come your eyes are red vision could vision could clear up that vision may hear blowing vision you could just cut out that right especially it. when you're shooting on a solid background it's like you could just cut fix out it. that you don't have to replace anything just photoshop that oh you don't get when that when you're in front of playing background everything everything i don't get it for everything. everything i may had i didn't suck in my belly you could photoshop you could fix that right me make up over here kind of off but it makes a sense of fix that photoshop, just photoshop <laughs> I, 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 what I try to do, and I think it's our responsibility as much as possible to educate Always. our clients as much as we can. I mean, we, we're not trying to teach you to be a professional photographer, but you're supposed to know simple things. Mm-hmm. It's going, it, like one time, I think, I learned this from the Visitor Channel. It, this is not something I just generated. I, mm-hmm. learned it, I learned it from working at the Visitor Channel. What takes you three seconds to fix on set? takes you three hours to fix after you tell no lies <laughs> you tell no lies like this here thing i tell pe- like even when i'm in studio i'm like gel get that down get because it. when you have to fix that man it's just is 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 taxing and it takes so much away from from your creative vibe and the true focus yeah exactly true focus like one time i was training um this girl um and i told her i'm not gonna call it but i told her when you're dealing with when you're dealing with Photoshop or when you're dealing with with with, with fixing anything on set, mm-hmm. or, or dealing with Photoshop in the end, when you're dealing with fixing anything on set, think about how could you make this photo shoot unphotoshopable. Yep. Like think about how could I make this this photo so good 
that it really doesn't need any need photoshop much. now i think every photo could do with some amount of optim i call it optimization like you Good bring word. it back and like okay this color might be a little off Good and word. it's something that we couldn't really adjust in unset mm-hmm. but let's just increase some contrast let's make make something a little pop pop a little bit more maybe bring out a little bit of sharpening on here yeah you're right or whatever every photo i think it's in its rawest form when it hasn't been touched but when you touch it you are the one actually crafting something and that's part of the craft like mm-hmm. editing is part of the craft but when you have to fix something because this was her problem she her problem was that she she was very lenient on set like she would take photos and make oh that's good enough uh. right and it, it 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 pissed me off differently because i knew but when she got back into the studio she would hate herself yeah. for it and i said you cannot be lenient on set yeah. when you have a camera in your hand people are trusting you to take good photos mm-hmm. and it would be better for you to tell them let's take 2 minutes to fix this properly mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. get it right oh, yeah. than to go back in the studio and pretend it's right and then have to like fix a bunch of different oh, yeah. things right so i told her like try to fit, try to work like you you don't have photoshop because when you reach into the end you're going to be creative it's no adding things to it and what if you actually aren't good at photoshop because there are photographers who don't use photoshop huh? that's true or they do, they use like a program that has like some simple features like you got some photographers who don't use anything anything they don't even shoot raw that was that's a technical a, that's statement. another thing that's yeah. an technical <laughs> statement. yeah it is it's, i it's, didn't start using raw. i didn't I, start off shooting raw. I start off shooting jpeg i think I, sh- I started shooting raw. i don't know why i think i did it just blindly but it works but yeah but back to your point man like if you could fix if you could remove the bags and the shoes out of your set remove them immediately remove them. if you know if the client tell you i rush in my nails and do finish take them. the five minutes and, and finish, finish your nails. Yeah, finish the nails because you don't want to look tacky in, in the end it's you gonna look tacky exactly. or we're gonna look tacky exactly and both of us gonna get bad names exactly and that's not what we want you know at the end of the day too like some people be asked like ask me one time a client asked me a question they were like and it was to me it was a good question to ask if you don't know why and they asked a simple question why is it do why do i have to get makeup done if you're gonna retouch these anyway wow right like it's a good question like if for us de- it's re- it's a ridiculous it's question kind of deep uh, kind of deep in some levels it is on a customer on yeah. a customer level like yeah. why do i have to fix my face when you could fix my face mm-hmm. in photoshop like you could do that in five minutes in, in five <laughs> minutes that's how i was eating they, they don't minutes. ever contemplate the time i, I don't take five minutes to I do don't. if i'm going into photoshop because there are other programs if i'm going to go to photoshop it's not five minutes anymore if i'm in photoshop it's 15 20 30 two hours if i have to open for if i have to open for it's, it's no longer long. five minutes if i could use lightroom just one time mm-hmm. Sometimes I use Aperture. I'm still old. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sometimes. Wow. I, yeah, it's archaic. <laughs> Y'all could judge me if I want. I use Lightroom sometimes. I use Aperture sometimes. Sometimes Aperture is fine. It's mm-hmm. simple. Bap, bap, bap. It's done. It's out. I'm done. I could finish Aperture in like... I could do a, a photo in like three minutes sometimes on Aperture. They really asked that question though? But they asked the question. And you know what the answer I gave her was? Let me hear it. When you take a hundred pictures, if I have to edit all of them, like if i have to retouch all of them it's going to cost you oh yeah oh good good answer good answer thousands of dollars right yeah, say, I'm like, good answer good, good answer. answer good answer man it's going to cost you because it's going to take me hundreds of hours because i have to repeat every single photo i'll have to do the same adjustments over and over i am going to be unhappy 
you're gonna be unhappy mm-hmm. and broke and broke so let's <laughs> let's just not do that the 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 the, the if you're gonna pass a, a makeup pass a makeup pass is gonna charge you anywhere from 125 dollars yeah. if you're gonna go high screen it probably could cost you 250 dollars. Hey, i've been putting a lot of pressure on makeup artists recently yeah to get this stuff right because you know like i'm right now i'm doing a lot of portraits mm-hmm. and these cameras that we have nowadays they don't miss anything Nothing. right and so if it's uneven it's uneven we got to go fix that if like the if you if you if you're doing like smoky eyes and yeah, those things got to be as sharp as i mean we, as we could enhance but you can't do a messy job you know it's funny it's funny because even with here like and it's something i learned recently god this is something i learned in the last month like i did a shoot specifically um it's a, like a glamour a mm-hmm. glamour shoot and personally i don't know if i just see here Man, if you see here, maybe you see here. I don't. don't. Like, I don't. I see faces, I see eyes, I see lips. In shooting so much, I've pretty much been trained to look for them kind of things, man. That's the thing. That's a skill. Like, I've learned it recently. I've learned, like, the Hollywood hairstyle and all of that stuff, the the, the flowy stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about this stuff until I did a shoot and the hair was not good right and i was like looking at the shot like i love this shot this shot is i like this i think this is good and then it's like good old girlfriend what happened to she here yep i'm like wait a minute what happened to she strands steven this from looks west <laughs> this looks rough dry this yeah. looks like somebody just banged it here against yeah, a wall from, from east to west right. man yeah that's what i'm saying fringes all over the yeah, place yeah this ain't look good yeah. i said but but look at the lighting said, yeah, yeah yeah we're gonna look at that <laughs> i'm like yeah but the lighting look and at that, it and see it's and george harrell and depending on how difficult the here was could you imagine how much time it would take to fix in my mind all i'm thinking is just like to take a hairstyle and just plaster it yeah, and see it. Um, I, i'm trying to see if i could do that but that's beside the point it's just mm-hmm. like it's all a learning process it's like yeah. you could reach you could be years in this thing and you're still learning still things learning because stuff. you don't know everything i yeah. don't know how to do makeup but i know how makeup is supposed to look yeah but i don't know how to get it there me arm look at that yeah. okay we don't cut to that but <laughs> i gotta make a hard noise ah okay just so that i got a peek and i could cut it out good but like when it comes to makeup like i don't know a lot about makeup i didn't know a lot of, in fact i work with um i work with a, a co-worker a partner a business partner and she does all of that like she does the the design of the clothing part of it like mm-hmm. she would sue somebody or uh, like talk to the makeup artist and tell them what she wants yes. people don't you see right here i don't think people know well even and for, for, for photographers too how important a team is because you in as in and of yourself may just be the photographer yep you need a hairstylist you need a stylist yes, on a whole makeup nails to make a shot like recently this I know a gentleman in Trinidad, I Kenna Douglas, mm. crazy guy. He his work is outstanding. He's mm. just like 24, 25 years old. Mm. He took this shot with Nyla Blackman recently, before she came, a few months before she came for Music Fest, and that photo was making its rounds. Mm-hmm. And if you see the amount of people who were credited in that thing to make that thing happen, you need I tell a you, team. You need people. You need a team. Everybody comes with their own specific skill set. Everybody comes with their own specific vibe, and sometimes too. Like people come with ideas i tell my te- my staff like usually you go out with like one person i will go out with one person if the shoot is really small mm-hmm. but when the shoot starts to become more intensive or uh, it becomes more reliant on being very time effective or mm-hmm. time efficient like if we have this is let me break it down if we have one hour to shoot one person 
one extra person on set is perfect. That's normal. If we have three setups in one hour, I'm going to need to hire about five or six people. The reason being is because we would need to be coordinating. And then, then I become a director. I become yeah. more of a, okay, Bijan, you're on team, you're on set one. I just need these shots. I need a 85. I need something close up. I need a mid shot and I need a wide angle shot, which is going to yeah. take some of these lights out. And bam, bam, bam. I hate directing. I love it. I actually, I love I it directing. because it is, is the one thing that the director position is the one thing that is difficult to outsource. Point. Because <laughs> nobody, like. Nobody I'm, could see your idea like you do. Not only just that, but a director need vision. Like you need vision, and a director also needs to be familiar. Mm-hmm. Need to be familiar with how lighting works. Need to be genuinely familiar how people work, right? Because talking to people is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, needs to be needs to know back to front exactly what they're trying to achieve. Like not just like we're gonna freestyle it when we come. More or less like you wanna pause. More or less like. I know exactly what I want this to look like. So this is what I need my lighting to feel like. But a director also needs to be able to take cues from his son, from his team. Yeah, for sure. And I like listening to ideas. Like yeah. most of the great things that most of anything that I've ever done has never been done because of me alone. Like when I first started, it was me alone. And it was only my opinion. Like, this look okay. P- face completely yeah. in shadow, eh? You yeah. can't even see a nose. Yeah. Man, this look good. Yes, you nice the blue sky you look. Yeah, but the point in the person. Yeah. And that's why too like my assistants are generally females. Like they just have this this eye that I won't have as a guy. And they just pick up things and they come up with their ideas and it's like, okay, well do you see this is what makes it work. The thing is too, like what I always tell me team is not to whenever we work in as a team, take your emotions out of it as much as possible. Bring your ideas, not your emotions. Mm-hmm. Because my idea might be bad. Like, and Bijan, I tell you, there are many times. It's a good point. There are many times when I will come and set and come as a director, come as a photographer, come over. And the idea that I have is not good. Like, it, it, it would probably work on a technical level, but it doesn't achieve what we need it to achieve mm-hmm. on a deeper psychological level. Like, what are we trying to communicate with this right. photograph? It might look cool. But is it really, but is it really functional? Yeah. yeah, is it functional or relative, right? And sometimes, like, my team will be like, um, I'm not so sure, like, that. what about if we do this instead? And that's what we always talk to one another. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I'm not so sure about that, but what about if we do this? S- sorry. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. What about if we do this instead? You know, like, if, if they come with an idea and I'm like, I like where you're going with this, but this is the problem with it. I think we need to get something. Somebody chime in. Okay, well, we could just do this. Easy, Good. simple, beautiful. I don't have to come up with all the ideas. Exactly. I mean, you got enough on your plate already. Exactly. Because the thing is, as a director to as a photographer, a lot of you, you might not think you like being a director, but you are a director because you're yeah, a photographer. Yeah, that's why I could tell you I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> like, you're a photographer. And when problems arise, you got to deal with them. Yeah. Like, at the end, the book stops with you. They're not going to say, like, the assistant, he, make, the me assistant make me look bad. They're gonna say, say, Oh, he took this shot. They say, Stephen, Stephen made This is Stephen Walk. And you come with 20 other people on set, eh? This is Stephen Walk. <laughs> this is Stephen Walk. They don't call me Stephen sometimes. Yeah, Stephen. Yeah, that's when they vex. Stephen. That's when they vex. There's no other. <laughs> it's like S T E apostrophe E N M. Stephen. Hey, Stephen. 
come here. Where Stephen. This look so? Stephen, why this look? I never, I really never had that. One thing too is the last thing that we're going to talk about probably before we have to jet off because Bijan is like the most busy guy in the world. Like he has like it's 400 and something wives, you said? No? no? Yeah. I got two jobs. I ain't nobody waves you're talking about. He got two jobs. Two, two jobs. Wives. Two wives. Wow. Jobs. There we go. Two jobs. One wife each. You're the man, Back Bijan. to topic, please. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, in terms of concepts, mm-hmm. like, is it for you? Like, how is, how is that for you? Like, is it that you come up with the concepts for your shoots? Is it that the client comes with the concept for your shoot? How do you deal with conceptualizing? Um, normally, wow, we have a lot of prepared, well, I have a lot of prepared clients who would probably say, hey, I have this idea, could you fit it together for me? And look at it, see if it's, you know, feasible. And if it is, I mean, you just, you just do whatever you do, you organize, you execute. Uh, when I have to come up with a concept, to be honest, my concepts would be a bit more on the wild side. I know I don't do a lot of wild work as mm-hmm. in you know a lot of concept work out there published but that's because like i'm a really busy person mm-hmm. dealing with clients on a whole so to come up with my own stuff mm-hmm. is i just put that in the trash bin or <laughs> in the parking lot let's say the parking lot i just don't have the time to to really do it really sit down and say i have a need to do this because I'm sure, you know, with your project last, was it last year? The 12? 12 themes, one year. That was like yeah. two years like ago. Like how long did one concept take you? Why, to be honest, it, it would take us about maybe a week. Like from conceptualization and then something we would need to like, we needed to get problems, props and... Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to go find... I tried it once. I asked somebody for props and they didn't have. And I already knew I would have to buy from, mm-hmm. from outside. I'm just like, you know what? No. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Let's just put that in the you know what for I think for later box. You know I think like when it comes to like that kind of stuff. I think for me, the job is not necessarily. Uh, what I like about photography is not the business side of it particularly. Yes, you have to do the business yeah, and side it of it. Can be fun. The business side can. It be fun. could be fun because sometimes you get a good project that really challenges you, or you get a project that is really open-minded about what they could do. Mm-hmm. I got into photography because I like wild, weird, abstract things. Um, and I think the person I work with, um, she also she also loves that side of it too. She's a creative. She mm-hmm. sits down and just comes up with just crazy things. Crazy good things. Crazy wild, <laughs> interesting things. When I say crazy, I just mean outside yeah, the box. Out, yeah. Very yeah, far. Right? And for us, for me working with her, the reason I think that we work together so well or we gel together so well is because I would come with, I would look at the idea and say, how could we break this down into the most technical parts? We would need to get this, we need to get that, we need to have this, we need to have that, we need to get this kind of person. And then I would be like, I'm terrible at choosing so talent. So you still need to cast. So in terms of casting, she has a better eye for who would be a good person for this. Sometimes she's limited because in sync, it's, I mean, there's We're only so much. Very limited in sync. Very Don't limited. Be to say it. We are very limited. Very limited in terms of like casting and getting actors and actresses. But she knows what look she's trying for. She mm-hmm. and sometimes she has to compromise and say, okay, well, this person is available. Right. Versus this person being absolutely what she wants. This person is available. Oh, right. But I think working with somebody like that and, and, and coming up with stuff like that is important for me. Because I'm in I'm not in photography for I don't know if I'm in it to be like rich or anything like that. Like I'm in it because I like creating yeah. new things I and I like sharing my vision 
with people. Like I actually like that. Like sharing my vision with people. Um, and a lot of the times I find that sometimes I don't end up promoting the business work that we do like a lot because sometimes I don't really find it to be creative or what we want to do like I yeah. try to promote what we want to keep doing not what exactly I mean makes me yeah. miserable look at my Facebook page like I do a lot of work but it's just not published no exactly and it's not even that really the clients request it's just not what we try to well what I want my brand to really speak portray. to yeah, yeah. But then it's, it, it, that's exactly what I'm saying. So like, if if we didn't do these personal shoots, and I would encourage you to do personal shoots, like even if it's not like that, you have the props or anything. But oh, like, yeah. just just collaborate with somebody and say, look, we want to do something fun, and this is what we're trying. To, and you'll be surprised. Like I've always been surprised when people be like, yo, that's so cool. Let's just do it. Yeah, I'm waiting on this camera, man. You know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You're waiting on this camera to destroy us all, Canon users. Bijan is going to be upgrading very soon. By the time this comes out, you would have already been upgraded. And probably be $200,000 in the hole, but... Or you would be $200 million above the hole. Not with the price of this camera. Not just yet. Yeah, yeah, we talking, but, but, guys? Don't, but don't give me the price. When we see him on the Forbes list, when we see him on the Forbes list, we're going to know. You're talking big. I got dreams, man. I got dreams. I don't know, you know, you know. I'll, I'll share this with with everybody. What I think I really, really want to do with my life is I wanna, um, I wanna direct projects. Like sync it. In the Caribbean, not just, not really just sync it, but I wanna create, like a, a Caribbean Hollywood, like a Caribbean cool. film experience. That'd be cool. You ever took part in any of those film festivals? I think we did last year. We I've only produced one film. Mm-hmm. from for all my thing and it's because it was so expensive to produce uh. it was so expensive so <laughs> you would need some backers and working on it it's not it's not something that i've given up on it's just something that has to take a kind of backseat for the business for now mm-hmm. and to do other creative projects with photography yeah. as well in the meantime just has to sl- have to slot it in yeah to slot ready. it in all right well guys we've been talking to Bijan and Bijan we have one final segment that i always just use to catch everybody so by surprise it's mm-hmm. just like the most surprising Listen. right you have to state at least three things that you know for absolute sure are incorrect. Wow. Yeah, boy. This three, three, this three, three things that are absolutely incorrect? Yes. Anything at all? Anything at all, but it has to be incorrect. That's, opi- that's not really opinionated, though. It could be. All right. But it has to be incorrect, right? It has to be incorrect. Well, for me... Wow. You, you want me to go first or you want to? Okay, do one, do one. Yeah, do one. Because things just floating around in my head. The main, the main ingredient in orange juice is apples. Man, you were going that wacky? Like, that's it how wacky be, it could it be? It could be as crazy as you want it to be. This one is simple and you're going to attract a lot of people. <laughs> Let's hear it. Pineapples mm-hmm. do not belong on pizza. Oh, no. Vision that is controversial. You ain't telling me. Like, I wonder if anybody already like outside the door waiting for me with pitchforks like, and fire. Do I like pineapples on pizza? I, 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 I do. don't. I do. Have you ever really tried it? I tried it. Yeah, I had a Hawaiian before. I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if it was wow. like. That's I don't know. Okay, and my turn. My turn. My turn. My turn. My turn. My turn. Um, what was what? I, I had one just now and I, I, I think I forgot it. Um, I you okay. This is it. This is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. 
on any given day, you could turn a $100 budget into a million dollar budget. <laughs> I mean, I know you could flip a dollar by, but that is wild. I've never been able to do that. Like, I'll tell wild. you the honest truth. I've never been able to turn a $500 client into a $5,000 client. Yeah, that's and I've tough. never been able to turn, like, a $5,000 client into a $50,000 client. Right. Hear this one. Photographers in St. Kitts and Nevis are respected. I mean, I did st- Dude, that is controversial. That is controversial. Guys, Bijan in here just spitting some real hate for you right now. You brought it to me, so I just. <laughs> okay, well, that's your perspective. <laughs> may I fight you? May I fight you? I'm accepting it. I'm accepting it. I'm not agreeing with it, uh-huh. but I'm accepting it. Okay, so I have one more. Um. Oh, bye. No, me ain't gonna go your controversial wow. route. I'm not gonna go your controversial I made route. that controversial. I'm such a good guy. In saying it, you could become a millionaire doing photography and video. I actually think that is possible. Then show me how you need to write a book. I'll, I'll, I'll in, you say in saying it? In saying it. Doing, man, that's kind of... You are limited to doing work in saying it, saying it alone, and you get you you become oh, a millionaire. Oh, that no. Well, if you ain't have expenses, that take your well. <laughs> but I could call a name. Oh boy, no, no, I'm a, I won't, I won't, um, I won't, I won't. Okay, so let me see if I could stick to saying it. You don't have to be saying it. It could be no, anything. Kind of challenging. I wanna, I wanna try to see if I could stick it to saying it. Boy, I nearly said something that would have just turned this show on the head. Well, you know, <laughs> guys, this this is the opinions of our guests. Yeah. It's not necessarily opinions of I'm objectively I'm not trying to incorrect. shoot myself in the foot by anything I say. Um, all right. All right. Okay. Simple. I think in St. Kitts and Nevis, our supermarkets give us the best value for for. <laughs> of products what happened I still have to buy so I ain't saying nothing wrong <laughs> I think we get the best value for our dollar in St. Kitts and Nevis oh my god Bijan you, you dude <laughs> guys <laughs> we've been talking to Bijan Bass guys um, check him out give us give us your, your links man give us how, how do people get in contact with you okay well normally it's really Instagram. That's like my online portfolio. That's Bijan underscore BBTTR. BBTTR. Uh, that's my name. Well, the second portion actually stands for Be Bitter or Be Better. For any situation that you have, you have a choice. Be so better. that's why the vowels were removed. Mm-hmm. So it's B-J-O-N underscore BBTTR. Um, it's the same on Twitter. And on Facebook, I'm just Bijan Lamari Bass. And from there, you could find my links for Style Jerk Photography. Do you, it's time to do you guys have a, a, a website i'm actually in the process oh yes I, you are you did say it in the yeah chat. i don't know how quick that's gonna be on stream and of mm-hmm. course i don't want to put up anything that's knocked up but if so, anything they could check you your facebook and yeah your definitely i'm more i'm mostly accessible on instagram like instagram. i get like probably 80 percent of my business on instagram. on instagram yeah that's amazing it's well i don't know if i've ever tapped into that market but okay yeah, try it all right. Well, guys, we've been talking to Bijan Lamari Mass. Bass. Bass. Bas. You see what happened when you try to be fancy kids? <laughs> Bijan Lamari Mass. Well, well, well. Mass production. Bijan Bass. Well, guys, we've been talking to Bijan Bass. This is Objectively Incorrect. I'm your boy, Stephen Smith. And peace. No gang signs. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs>
That's not it. 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 Yeah. Guys, we all.